You are now in queue to join Game from the Gamers, a podcast where good friends gaming on PS4 talk about life, movies, relationships, other random shit, and, well, obviously, video games. Starring Chad, Garcia, Trey, Xavier, and Corey. Let us put you on game. Game from the Gamers is brought to you by Exquisite Podcast Radio Network. Shout out to Exquisite. Welcome back to episode 18 of another edition, rendition, expedition of the Game from the Gamers podcast. We got a dope, dope, dope show in store. Um, special guest Daryl is here. He's going to be rocking with yo, us yo, as yo. we play Warframe. I got uh, Garcia, um, LL Cool right. T, a.k.a. Trey. I got uh, Rashad DeGreat, a.k.a. Javier, a.k.a. Xavier here with me. Um, Chad was too whack to join us this episode. Something about <laughs> going to school? I, I don't know. <laughs> Shit sounded whack to me. I don't I don't really believe him. You know, who goes to school anymore? Who does that? Uh but he is uh off studying up right now. I think he's got some uh some 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 big, 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 big papers due. So shout out uh, to Brother Chad. Yes, yes, for sure. He's doing his thing, so I'm not mad. Um but we got some pretty dope segments this week. Um Xavier, what do we have on deck? Good sir. First topic is I think a game, I think. Most of the gaming community has been waiting for it for a while, and that's going to be Red Dead Redemption 2. Mm. As we know, it drops springtime 2018. They haven't gave us a specific month, but that's the time frame. So what are you guys' thoughts? You know, What are you guys expecting from Red Dead Redemption 2? You know, What did you guys like from the first one? So I'm going to go ahead and throw this topic over to Trey. Oh. See, I... I uh... I find Red Dead Redemption, the original, to be, I mean, obviously it was made by Rockstar Games. It's very much like like the GTA series, like a lot of these newer GTA games, which is which is cool to an extent. Um, as much as I love those games, uh, it just really feels like I'm playing a GTA game that happened a little bit further in the past. And the plot, is, the plot, the plot was a little bit better of, uh, for Red Dead Redemption. Uh, than I found it to be for uh, for GTA um, in terms of how realistic it could be like historically like I, I like the accuracy of it. So would um, you say you more interested in the story bits than the gameplay? Uh, yeah, uh, the gameplay is very important, of course, uh, but I I don't want to just sacrifice uh, the story, the plot. I don't want to sacrifice that for the gameplay because the gameplay feels very similar because it's made by the same. Uh, developers and it has a very similar feel of course uh, to the GTA series so it's like it's like um, I guess I guess the closest analogy that I could have would be it's like the Assassin's Creed games are you like played out on this genre are you like do you think they should change up the mode and not make it like GTA and make it more of a linear experience or are you uh, are you happy it, that doesn't, necessarily, like, yeah, it doesn't necessarily have to be have to be like a linear experience like that. Um, I'm excited to try out Red Dead Redemption 2. Um, just just the feel of it is something that I just don't care for as much. Um, uh-huh. Whether it's the gameplay, whether it's like the storyline is, is a little bit more fun for me than uh, a lot of the GTA games from uh, nowadays. I mean, 
I'll, I'll never be able to get over how dope uh, San Andreas was. And I think that a lot of people in the world will be able to say that. Um, but in terms of how the game feels when you're playing it, it like it, it, these games do tend to end up feeling, due to the style of games that they are, they do end up feeling a little bit more uh, repetitive. Uh, mm. And not that, that not that that's a bad thing, because a lot of people really like that type of game. And that's cool. I'm not. I'm not hating on that at all. Uh, but okay. I'm, I'm like I'm down with it. It's uh, it's gonna, it's gonna be a good experience. I'm just looking forward to trying something a little bit new and hoping that it's gonna change it up a little bit and not make it as like even the controls and like everything. It literally felt like I was playing GTA um, <laughs> way back in the day. Mm. But so is that a bad thing? That's what I'm wondering. Is that a bad thing? Like I thought it was. I mean, I actually agree. It doesn't necessarily have agree to be a right. bad thing. It's just, it's just like if I'm going to pay this money for a game, I want it to have something a little bit more fresh than what I was experiencing. Ah, okay. It, it okay. wasn't. It didn't seem as fresh because I was like, oh yeah, I've been through all this before. It's mm -hmm. just this one. Like the names are different. Um. The locations look a little different. Like it's just it's just a different time. It's a GTA set back, you know, a century. Got you. So, like, it, it's cool. It's, I mean, it was a little bit of a change, uh, but it wasn't it wasn't as as cool as I was wanting it to be. The story ended up decent. Uh, it had a great a great ending to the game, but. I, I wasn't really, I wasn't really like that excited to like complete the game and then like go out and do all these side quests. It, it wasn't as exciting because it just felt like I was playing GTA and just killing time. It wasn't as exciting to me as as I wanted it to be. I'm really, really excited to check out uh, Red Dead Redemption Two, uh, and hopefully they've adjusted some things to bring something fresh and new in, uh, just for the sake of the people who are going to be spending all their hard-earned money on this game. Uh, I don't. I don't want to spend money on a game that I've already played before. That's basically how I feel. Um, sequelitis. I think that's a big thing that's going on these days. People just getting sequeled out, man. Ah, I really don't see that happening with Red Dead though. Rockstar is known to deliver. I think if they coming up with something, it's gonna be fire. Like they not gonna do it just to make that cash because they they already making bank off shit they already got. Like I feel like they gonna do something like really like dope and really capture a new feel for. Uh, for, for Red Dead. I thought it had enough mechanics to really set itself apart. They had like, you know, like one-on-one dueling and stuff where you had to quick draw on people and uh, a nice open world that was like with a desert, but it had all these random events and stuff. And I mean, I guess that's, that is that common describes, to the GTA games. That describes to a T the, the GTA games. Mm -hmm. That's mm -hmm. the but exact the same style. And like, like the the whole feel of it was different. Like you wasn't like some thug. You were a cowboy, you know, and it I don't know. It, it a cowboy back in the day was a thug. A cowboy like that back in the day was a thug. It wasn't like I want this territory all the time. It like, and it certainly wasn't that situation with John Marston, which made him such a great protagonist. Um, I, I think it had layers to it. It was it was really like the best Western game out ever. Like pretty much, there's no other Western games in the market, so it has nothing mm. but like room to really be like something special because no one really touches on that for that reason because they did it so well um and the fact that they doing it again 
Like, I'm telling you, Rockstar don't waste time. Like, they if they doing it, it's for a good reason. It's going to be dope. Like, I'm just wondering, like, what kind of innovations could they really add to it? Because like you said, like, you know, uh, after playing GTA 4, they, they got a lot of, you know, new mechanics and stuff they add, but it's a lot of familiarity with it as well. So I told GTA you, 5 was huge, man. It's, I think it's going to be hard to change the mechanics of it. I think they're probably going to use the success that they got from GTA 5 and probably build on it. But I do agree with Trey as far as the story. Like, I'm actually looking forward to the story because, like, John Martin is not even the main protagonist anymore. The new protagonist is, like, Arthur Morgan. And then they brought Dutch back, but it's a very younger Dutch. So a lot of people on blogs are thinking maybe this is a, pre- a prequel, which it kind of seems more likely that it is. And then also, too, um, with the new protagonist, his gang is seven people. So a lot of people are thinking maybe the stories are going to kind of be intertwined how it was on GTA 5, which would be dope if we're basically running a gang of seven people. I think they could do a lot with that story. Um but also too, I'm more I'm more excited about like the scenery. Like you guys remember Ghost Recon? Like we talked a lot about the scenery and the environment. I think the developers did a really great job with that. So I'm kind of looking forward to that too. Uh, regarding Red Dead Redemption, I kind of want to see how what they're gonna do with animals and the trains and just all that environmental element stuff. Mm. I mean, what do you, what do you think, Corey? I never played the first one, and I heard that's blasphemous to say. Um, but from when I did play it, my, my when I first got PS3, my roommate had it, and I played it a little bit, and he made up a, a he 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 made a very good point in that the game was fun for him, not necessarily because of the main story, but because of all the side stuff you could do. There's a lot to it, and that does run synonymous to like the GTA series and how you can do a lot of side missions and side games, but. Um, he liked to play the card games and and go in there and and, and gamble and it was like a game within itself for him. Like it, it was weird. He would turn on that poker. game. Yeah, he would turn on that game to go play a card game. And I thought I was like, that's interesting. I've never heard someone using like I don't use like watchdogs to go gamble. You know what well, I mean? Like that's weird. Well, the thing is, I was playing Final Fantasy X and I would sometimes play that shit just to play Blitzball because. The fucking game was so awesome, and that was the only way you could really play it. So right. I kind of see that. I can see that <laughs> Blitzball. It's just like you have a deck of cards at the house, though. It was weird. <laughs> it was weird, man. Trust me, it was weird. Um, but I respected it, and I was like, "There's a lot of, there's a lot of side stuff you can do." So, in in terms of uh, Red Dead Redemption Two, I hope they don't get rid of the the sides missions and and all the other fun stuff you could do because there's there's a group of people out there who are playing these games you know for that aspect of it so i hope that they keep that that part of it alive um will i be playing it probably not um i would rather play modern day gta stuff and since they run so similar i enjoy riding a car over a horse that's just me um i know certain some people who loved uh assassin's creed uh black flag me i wasn't very interested in being a pirate and being on a ship um that's not where my i guess gaming love lies you know i'm not much into driving ships and riding horses i want to um actually battle or shoot or do stuff like that so um that's mostly what i care about i don't care about the other aspects but i'm excited to see what they do with it i don't know does anybody know anything or heard anything about um 
the graphics are they changing any graphics up or anything like that yes i actually wanted to actually talk about that supposedly rockstar is saying that they're gonna bring a new engine to this uh it's called rage engine and of course it's only going to be on the uh ps4 pro as well as the uh xbox one x and you will need a 4k tv but they are going to use this game to drop their new engine called rage so i think that kind of brings us back to a point where we were saying what was the next step in video game console graphics i kind of think rockstar is gonna take the point here and try to lead the innovation in that i mean it could be a bust it could be a success i guess we'll see with the game so it's supposed to run in hdr i know you and garcia know a little bit more about graphics so i'm pretty sure y'all could speak a little bit on that um, I haven't heard about this new engine, but I'm I'm definitely excited because gra- uh, graphically, Rockstar is not known for graphics. Uh, no, they they're true. Use, no, they're not. But it don't usually matter. People just like you know the gameplay. But if they can actually deliver some great graphics, I'm all for it. Daryl, uh, what are your thoughts on Red Dead Redemption Two in terms of uh, in comparison to the first? Are you excited about the second? What do you think, man? Um, I'm I'm thoroughly excited because I'm a Western fan. First off. Um, I'm a GTA fan and a Western fan, so for me, this is just like match made in heaven. Like the new Magnificent Seven movie, I was the person in in the theater and at my house going, "Oh shit!" Like I'm the dude yelling <laughs> in the movie theater. Everybody like he's telling shh too. You know what I'm saying? So the new Magnificent Seven, one of my fa- one of my favorite movies, Tombstone, which is about a motley crew of gunslingers, you know, trying to clean up uh, Arizona. You know what I'm saying? So like that whole you idea of the, uh, the Westerns, you a fan? Right, like so, the idea of being able to play you know, a motley crew of whether, if, whether they're bandits, whether they're you know misunderstood gunslingers, um, hard-boiled lawmen trying to bring order to the to the wild west. Yeah, I mean, I, I love to play that. Um, as far as what your roommate was talking about, Corey, of being able to turn on the game and play the mini games, that is a big part. I think of all Rockstar IPs because you know, even on Grand Theft Auto, you can hop on Grand Theft Auto Five right now and play tennis, golf. I used to play. I used to hop on Grand Theft Auto Five and play golf online yeah. and whoop on people for in-game currency. On Grand Theft Auto Three, I used to legit just do taxi missions because that shit was just fun to me. <laughs> See, so you playing? So basically, you playing another. You're playing Crazy Taxi on Grand Theft Auto. Like you're literally, yeah. you're literally playing another game to play another game. You know what I'm saying? So, I mean, all those things uh, combined together should make for a very interesting uh, IP. Um, I, I, I'm, I'm to short, short and sweet of it, man. I'm really excited for it. Um, I just hope that you know they can deliver on this this new graphics this new graphics build they're trying to do because like Garcia said Rockstar has not really been known for their graphics they've been known for the, the size and scope of their open worlds and their uh really good gameplay so if they can if they can give us the best of all three of those worlds I mean I don't see another American-made game developer messing with them at least for the next few years you know what I'm saying so that's I think the online play is, is going to be dope like, if you look at it, yes, GTA 5 yes, yes. has been out for, what, three and a half years now, maybe four years, going on four years like now, four, and they're still, four, adding, four years. they're still adding more online game content. People are still playing that game widely. I think me, I had text Corey one day, I was like, hey, we should all get GTA 5. Like, I had it previously, but I was like, damn, it's still $50. Like, that lets you know. A game four years later, it's still $50. Like, that's a lot of users. I, I love crazy. the GTA Online. I do think it took them 
a little bit of time to drop some of the updates and actually release GTA 5 online because with the release of the new systems, I think it kind of put some of, uh, you know, the development off. But I love GTA 5 online. It's probably the best game I played online in a while. Like, there was just so much to do. And, like, just thinking of, like, the heist in GTA 5, like, adding that Western element to it. I yeah, stagecoach robberies and robbing trains with your boys, yeah. like that, that same that, exact, that, and the same exact idea with a Western aesthetic, like you doing stagecoach robberies, robbing trains, pulling bank jobs. You know what I'm saying? You got to go in there, you got to get to a gunfight with the sheriff after you did. Man, you can do all kind of crazy stuff with it. Down, you know, it, it, yeah. it, there's a be lot a bounty hunter. You can hop online and just literally be a bounty hunter, like you know, hunt down other players that have you know been out here killing people for no reason. They got bounties on their heads, and if you can kill them and bring them back, you know what I'm saying? You can get in-game currency and like buy new guns and horse. Man, come on, <laughs> the sky's the limit if you take like um, Red Dead Online. Man, the sky's the limit, especially with that Western aesthetic. You can do all kind of crazy stuff with it. I think so, the Western uh, environment will also help with the trolling because on GTA Five, you know, once people reached a certain level and got tanks and stuff, I think that's what kind of took the love out of the online play for me. Was the trolling? Uh, There's nothing you could do, but. In a Western type of environment, you know, there aren't tanks and helicopters and, you know, RPGs. So I feel like it, it the playing field will be a little bit easier. That, that, is the, that is the one thing I think that was dope about their open world online platform. You know, like all of us could go do a heist and then stronger players could come just kill us and take our money. <laughs> or some or some players could just come and just fuck up our mission. Or we could go fuck up someone else's mission and take all their resources, their guns, ammo, everything. Like it's it's that much of an open world game online. Like that that's dope. Damn, I maybe I spoke too soon, man. Definitely, uh, the horse and carriage buggy robbery do sound tight, man. It do sound <laughs> tight. I'm not gonna yeah. lie, I kind of want to do yeah. that right now. If y'all want to go rob some speed trains, I don't think we can keep up today, though. Hold the horse steady. I'm trying to shoot. <laughs> You know, also, too, that RPG element of just developing your own character. You know, GTA 5, you know, you could make your dude tattooed out. You know, you could dress him up with, you know, DJ and producer stuff. You know, you could put on, you know, the Halloween costumes, the Christmas costumes. But there's just so much customization from a character standpoint. Like, I'm just interested, you know. We can make some black cowboys. Ah, that's Hell true. Yeah. Django. We're we going to be called the Acolytes of Django, man. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out to Exquisite. I'm with Shout that, man. <laughs> that's what's up. Um, I definitely think that's cool, adding that customization element to it. I didn't even think about that. Games have come so far with the customization. You can do so much. Um, which I guess with the DLC content too and the customization is what's keeping Grand Theft Auto Five so high in price because mm -hmm. I was expecting to have bought it by now, but I'm like, man, I just I don't want to take the dive on that yet. Yeah. Why the fuck is it so much money still? Like, because you still, it, they still you dropping still new it. stuff. They still dropping. They just dropped a new update for it last week. Has a new race type where if you drive, you start yeah. off in a car and you pass to a checkpoint, and now you're in a boat. You pass to the checkpoint, now you're in helicopters. Pass to a checkpoint, now you're in a plane. It's so crazy. It look crazy. That's hard. You remember when they dropped the DLC where you basically could create your own organized family? Like, that shit was dope as hell. Yeah, like, yeah, I heard about that shit. Organized family with your friends. 
Like you can yeah, basically you can be make someone a concierge or make somebody, you know, the hitman. Like you basically create a whole organized family with your friends online. Yeah, wow. you can make a whole crime family. It's it's you like can syndicate five is still worth getting into to this day. <laughs> it, <laughs> it is. Like that. There's there's so much that you you're gonna be able to do. I mean, it seems like we're all excited. So, I mean, we we pretty much killed that one. So, <laughs> definitely Rockstar is going to let us down. You know, yeah. you guys did really good with Grand Theft Auto Five. So, we're, we're expecting Red Dead Redemption 2 to be good in, in various areas. So, yo, yo, yo. Welcome. Welcome to Game from the Gamers Podcast. I'm sitting here with a couple of the flyest men you ever gonna see. So sit down, relax, light a blunt, grab a beer, grab your broad even. And we about to hit you upside your dome piece with some lyrics, maybe some interesting topics that'll make your eyebrows go up and maybe make you crack a smile. I like that. that was as much that as was I like that. <laughs> Uh, some of the flash niggas they, that they ever gonna see, like they ain't seen us, they hearing us, baby. See, Trey is the hater, man. He will, he was picking apart. Trey had a stenographer hey. in the room with him. He had a stenographer oh, in the room shit. with him. And as soon as I got done, he pulled that sheet off. Like, oh, see, right there, right there. When you said that one adjective right in that you sentence, shit right here. <laughs> Hell he fucked no. That up. <laughs> I thought he was gonna say, "Welcome to the WE. Welcome to the live." Gonna switch up the topics a little bit, um, especially since me, Daryl, and Corey are actually doing this right now. We're gonna talk about interracial dating, guys. Oh, just want to really know, whoa, whoa, you know, whoa, you guys whoa. are stars. You so left Trey out. You oh, left yeah, Trey out. Trey. We just don't know what oh, Trey guys, is. We don't know what he is. Sometimes that's, that's, we forget. Yeah, it's kind of a joke, you know. Because I was gonna be like, man, you know, Trey is kind of, you know, Hispanic looking a little bit. So you know, I ain't wanna, I ain't wanna make you mad or nothing. No, I'm just messing with you, Trey. But yeah, a lot of us, a lot of us on here definitely are interracial relationships you know we kind of have a similar perspective on it but i just want to hear some of y'all thoughts just so our viewers can hear it and then also too i've kind of been speaking to my parents about this and then also just other uh co-workers that are you know from different backgrounds and communities and i hear a lot of the same things um from them about like their parents and some of the elders in the family you know how they kind of fear that the community is going to be lost by us dating outside our race and you know et cetera et cetera et cetera et cetera but you know, um, what do you, what do y'all what are you guys thoughts on that? So I'll start with you, Daryl. Oh man, wow, oh man, on the hot seat, hot seat. Um, I have been uh, interracially dating most of my life. I'll be honest with you. Um, so I done seen it all, done it all, done uh, been in situations that I felt like I was in Get Out, and I'm like, look, I need to get the fuck out this countryside with these crazy white folks. Um, mm-hmm. Shout out to all my white friends. <laughs> Shout out to all my white friends. Um, anyway, anybody who white who, who's a listener, I love y'all. Um, but yeah, I had to get the hell out of here. But I've been I've been um, I've been dating racially most of my life. I gotta say, especially because the fact that I was I was in the military, so I, I got to see people from all different walks of life, all different countries, shades, nationalities, and creeds. And like, I want to say that I don't think love is blind, but I think love is colorblind. Truly, like, cause you know what, man? Like, if someone understands you and they truly do, like, down to your, down to your core, man, what color they are is not really gonna, it's not really gonna affect that. You know what I'm saying? It's based on, to me, it's more like based upon their background, where they're from, as opposed to what race they are. Now, does your race affect your background? Possibly. Yes, it can. It can. It can. It certainly can. But that being said, like, I, I, I think, I think love is colorblind. 
I mean, my girl now will still, you know what I'm saying? Like, she will get loud with me. And just because she white don't mean I can walk all over her or something where I can just say, hey, be quiet. You know, whatever. Woo, woo, woo. She'll look at me like, who the hell do you think you're talking to? <laughs> her eyebrows yeah. will go up to her. Uh, her eyebrows will go up to her hairline. You know, what I'm <laughs> and looking at me. Thing. Right, right. No, it's not. It's not. No, it's a woman thing. You know what I'm saying? Like you come <laughs> come sideways at a woman, you gonna catch some hell for it. You know what I'm saying? So, right. um, so yeah, uh, I think it's crazy too. Like, um, I've experienced hate, um, on both sides of the fence, um, uh, from from white people for obvious reasons, and then I've actually received hate from black people. Um, calling me uh, a sellout. Um, they saying like, oh, uh, "Am I too oh. weak to handle a black woman?" I'm like, um, "I was engaged to a black woman. What are you talking about?" <laughs> At one point in time in my life, so um, I, I don't. And I don't see what you, that going. Is that what they say? Like that's that'd be I, yeah. I guess, that. man. I guess. I mean, the fact that she, you know, what I'm saying was out here just cheating and stuff ain't had nothing to do with the fact that. Oh yeah, that's, that's not your <laughs> fault. You know that. I mean, that's it's on me. I, I wasn't. Yeah, I I shouldn't have had to go away for army training for a couple months. You know what I'm saying? So I shouldn't have to do that. But uh, anyway, <laughs> uh, yeah. All that all that aside, man. I, I gotta say, like, um, me and my girl, like, I'm happy with her. She she challenges me. She keeps me she keeps me honest. Uh, she keeps me grounded, definitely, because my head is known to drift toward the clouds sometimes. She definitely keeps me grounded, and I appreciate her for it. You know, and she she challenges me often too because we're um, she's emotional, emotional. I'm logical. Um, sometimes I can be emotional too, but then I realize I got to put that on the back burner because her primary mode of operating is her emotions. So one of us got to be logical because if not, we both going to be sitting here throwing stuff, crying, yelling and screaming. <laughs> so one of us got to, uh, you know, mount up and, and take, take charge to, to solve a problem that could arise. Um, but, uh, that being said, man, I want to, I want to switch it over. Cause like, I know, I know a man in here right now whose uh, primary mode is logic. And that's my man, Corey, man, Corey, how you and yoga, how you, how you and Jillian, uh, deal with situations that stressful situations that arise? Like what's, what's, what's that normally look like for y'all? Well, in terms of, um, stressful situations, we handle them in polar opposites. Uh, and again, that has nothing to do with race at all. That has nothing to do with her being white, me being black. I am who I am because of, you know, my environment where I grew up, the genetics that I have. I am my father's son, my mother's son. So it makes sense if you know the ingredients. Um, and I, I, I don't like to put it up to race, but unfortunately, society does. And there are differences between us in the way that we look at certain things or her upbringing versus my upbringing, what I find to be funny versus what she finds to be funny. And we will go back and forth on these things where sometimes I'll make fun of her like, yo, that's that was not funny. Um, that was definitely some white people humor and we'll laugh about it. But it, it's those differences that make the relationship fun, um, whereas some people would look at that and say that that makes it difficult or like you can't be with that person because you're too different it's like no it's cool to be with somebody different because you get to see how other cultures move other people move um and you learn a little bit when you when you sit down and you pay attention to uh things that you don't normally see on a daily basis it can change your viewpoint on things now is that to say that i don't date within my culture absolutely not do i need do i feel the need to sit here and explain or defend my decision to date a white woman nope so 
if you really wanted to uh, know more about my dating life, feel free to ask. Will I tell you? Probably not. I mean, that's my business. Um, but I've dated all over the spectrum, man, all over the spectrum. And it's fun just dating and seeing different different, uh, different cultures and, 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 and different uh, viewpoints. Because going back to Daryl's question on whether uh, how we handle st- stressful situations, I can tell that our cultures and our upbringing has caused us to react to certain things differently. And it's just cool to see how in certain stressful situations, like Jillian don't play no games. Like she'll punch somebody in their neck if she have to. And that has nothing to do with, you know, her being white. In fact, stereotypes would say that she shouldn't act like that. So um, it's, it's it's just cool to see how, how she handles things. And she definitely holds her own. Being six feet tall and 200 pounds, she holds her own, man. Dope. I ain't gonna I ain't squaring it with Jillian. Me neither. <laughs> I'm here to stick. I'm not, I'm not doing it. I'm not doing it. Not doing uh, it. What about you, Trey? What about what about you, man? I know we both date Hispanic women, so what about you, man? What what's your viewpoint, sir? Uh so me as a uh African. So, so my perspective on it is this, uh, just about, it doesn't matter who I date, like in terms of their ethnicity, like whatever, like based upon the definition of the term interracial, uh, I, I truly believe that just about any relationship that I have will be an interracial relationship. And typically speaking, when this term is used interracial dating, it's thought of more as a black guy or a black girl with a white person. Like, like that's just how it's thought of in this country, at least. Uh, I'm not really sure why it is that way, uh, but, but it's but it's really brought up that way. It's, it's it's strange, but that's just kind of the way that people think about it. Um, so my girlfriend Danny, she's Costa Rican. Um, she's of uh, Spanish descent as well. Uh, Danny, you have anything else in you? Native American as well. Um, uh, first people. First people, first baby. People. <laughs> first people. That is correct. So, uh, so Danny and I share that in common. But, yeah, the whole people freaking out about, oh, yeah, this is, you know, going to lead to the demise of our culture. Like, this has happened from the dawn of creation. Like, you had people like, oh, yeah, like, like Jews can only be with Jews and then non-Jews or Gentiles, if you will can be with non-Gentiles, and they're, like, they're not important anyway. So much of it was based upon religious uh, tendencies that it was, like, kind of a weird thing. And so, like, no one really cared about ethnicity as much until uh, social, like, like social status and classism and all this uh, became more of a thing. So, for me, it's like, yeah, uh... I can feel any type of attraction to anybody based upon um, their personality, like the way they make me feel, uh, like just all sorts of things. It's, um, I'll, it's always going to be bullshit, people who are, especially the older generations, because that's kind of like how that is perpetuated, how this whole mindset of like you should stay within your own race, don't disgrace your race by being a race traitor or something like that. Like that's, that's garbage. Ooh, mm. Strong words. Mm. It's, strong words. That's, I mean, that's that's how so many of these people feel. Mm-hmm, I know. 
and it it's, it's fucked up. Um, it's 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 ass backwards. It's not cool. Um, this is a generation. We are a part of a generation that is not cool with that type of mindset. That mentality is beyond dead to us, and that's part of the reason why we, as a culture, as a generation, um, believes that. Well, feels so much like. Oh yeah, like racism doesn't exist because we don't think that way. We don't we don't have these mindsets because it just seems so backward. Like yeah, like we're way smarter than that now. Like this this is not something that should be a problem because it shouldn't be a problem. It's not a problem to us. So why would it have been a problem to other people in the past? And it's just perpetuating yep. by people who are teaching their kids these mindsets, mm -hmm. and some of these kids believe it. And those are the people who perpetuate. So yes, it's dying out over time. This is a mindset that's dying out over time. But it's unfortunate that it's perpetuated thus far. Uh, in terms of being in, in, in an interracial relationship with my girlfriend, um, I don't think I've ever really thought of it that way. I think that's pretty cool that we get to learn a lot about each other's cultures. Um, like she's Costa Rican and... Uh, I'm sure that a lot of people don't know as much about Costa Ricans and assume that just about anywhere south of the border is pretty similar. Uh, one kind of interesting example, I guess I could say, that uh, negates that belief is that people in Costa Rica, yeah, rice and beans is a large staple of their food, uh -huh. uh, but they but they don't eat anything that's particularly spicy. They don't have like it's not like spicy things. It's like they have a bunch of seafood, not as much as places like Puerto Rico or anything like that, but uh, it's, it's not like what we expect Like when we're going to a Mexican restaurant. Oh, this is spicy. This is going to kill my gut. Oh, yeah, I'm going to be all sorts of fucked up from this. No, it's not like that. Mm. Um, it's, it's savory stuff. It's, uh, it's a lot of saucy stuff, which is cool. A lot of garlicky stuff, and there's, there's so, so many... So basically, you learned a lot of really good-ass foods from dating somebody outside your race. <laughs> yes, yes. yes. Uh, and I introduced her to a lot of things as well. Um, I am Native American. I am black. I'm Irish. I like, but I speak Spanish as well. I've been speaking Spanish as well before I met Danny, um, just from people with whom I hang out uh, in my life. And uh, it's it's cool because like I got to learn so much from uh, these other cultures that I was not technically speaking born into, but that I just surrounded myself with just because I love learning from these people as well and so I introduced Danny to all sorts of you know spicy things like play, like things from Mexico things from um, a couple of things from Nicaragua um, I like how you pronounce that um, <laughs> he's pronounced, he pronounced it properly I love that Nicaragua <laughs> So, uh, so yeah, I mean, there's, there's a lot to learn from other people by keeping an open mind, and that's, that's wonderful. And in terms of interracial dating, I don't think that Danny and I have ever really felt like we were in, in an interracial relationship. It's just we're in a relationship. It's just how it is. I think the only people that really call it an interracial relationship are people who feel like uh, races should not mix. Uh, like, um, here, here's one example. Um, people in Nicaragua are not exactly well liked by people in Costa Rica. It's a different culture. Um, there's a lot of crime. There's a lot of uh, there's a lot of unfortunate situations that happen in Nicaragua. 
Uh, and so Nicaragua is right next to Costa Rica as well. So you'll have a bunch of people who move to Costa Rica and then from Nicaragua and then they just get treated poorly just because it's like, well, like you are part of a violent culture and like this is weird and like you people are like just total fucking assholes. And it's, it's kind of, I mean, it's kind of racist. Um, it's, it's not exactly pleasant, but this is a mindset that in the U.S. at least that I find to be a lot more along the lines of like a white people who are trying to who are trying so hard to protect their culture who feel like everything's being blackwashed and <laughs> uh, and are feeling that they're being discriminated against because we're stri- we're striving more toward equality as a as a generation and as a culture in this country as opposed to white dominance. And that's something that scares a lot of people. We need to just get out our head that black culture ain't fucking dope as fuck. All right, come on. Like, can we just all well, come together? And just they they, they know it's dope because they marginalize it. They just, don't they, they just don't say that. It's, it's not dope. They wearing do-rags at fashion shows right now. But they, they, don't do, they don't do nothing else. for their hair. They don't do My nothing for their hair. You gotta take the good with the bad, man. Like you know, you can't yeah. be like, oh, I like, I like. Yeah, black but when we do it, so we, we get looking. Like, we get looks like we're thugs. Like if we're yeah, wearing dreads, we look, we look like, oh yeah, he's a thug. Like he's, he's like, you know, some, some fucking, probably a felon and all sorts of problems and probably like raised by his mom because his dad wasn't there and all this like fucked yeah. up shit. Like, uh, you can't fucking judge someone based upon their hair preference. Oh, upon yeah. like whatever their hairstyle is, and then you see a white guy with the same type of shit, and you're like, oh, he's a free spirit. Oh, he's just he's a hippie. hippie. Ah, like, ah, like yeah, he, he just smokes a little bit of weed. He's nothing to worry about. Like, really, like, come on, you can't, you can't have that mentality. But that's that's the long and short of it. That's that's the fact of the matter. That's how people think. People want to see hey, the okay. best in their own people, and they want to they want to keep the populations, the demographic that they see as lesser. Mm-hmm. They want to keep them in that position so they can maintain their superiority. Can I, can I piggyback on what you said about he, uh, the, um, the white kid with dreads, <clears throat> excuse me, smoking a little weed. Um, there was this, there was this uh, meme I just saw, apparently uh, NBC or somebody, they ran a, a major news story about how um, they said that suburban mothers are saying that uh, marijuana is helping them be better moms because they stay calm. And there's this, there's some some chick posted up under that, like black dads probably would be better dads because of it too. But y'all keep locking their asses up for it. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you want to know what's funny though, dog? Like you laugh. I mean, we're laughing about it, but um, I know we're going on a tangent here about it. But that's the truth about the marijuana industry. You know, you got a lot of black or brown people that have been locked up for you know, 28 grams or a zip or some, you know, a half a pound, maybe just a pound. But then you flash forward to 2016 and you got all these people now open up recreational yeah, marijuana dispensaries. And then the killer is these same yeah. niggas y'all locked up 10 years ago. Guess what? They can't they open up dispensaries legally. No, yeah. they can't open up dispensaries legally. So basically it's like, oh, you locked me up and then you turned it legal and then you making money off of it. Like that shit's kind of fucked up. Kinda. There you go. There you go. Hypocrisy. Hypocrisy at its finest, man. Yeah, for real. All right, cause I'm gonna have to step off here in a second, cause I'm gonna have to go. I'm gonna have to go get uh, dinner for the fam. 
Uh, pick me up something. Pick you up something. It's, like, it's gonna be it's gonna be cold when it get there, Papa. It's just three fifty. Yeah. Back. Back. <laughs> yeah. Back. <laughs> That's yeah. gotta be in the B roll. You scream. Uh, like she can't hear <laughs> shit. Out here, uh, <laughs> <laughs> Dude, you, gotta, go. you gotta, you gotta go. install like a bullhorn in your house. She's deaf in one ear, man. You gotta give her a little bit of a break, man. Come on. Oh yeah, we know. We know. He really be he. She really I'm can't hear. Corey. He knows that shit. I know dinner. he knows that. <laughs> what you eating for dinner? I don't know. I haven't eaten yet. I can't right, go just, back to work. Hey, Jillian. Just saying, what's up? Hey. Never mind then. <laughs> Never mind. I was just calling to see if if, if you want to get some food. I do want to get some food. Look at him try to put his GQ voice on after he just got yeah. it. Yeah, <laughs> food. Whatever. Right. Smoother than silk dipped in baby oil over no, there. Don't worry about it. I'm just saying. Yeah. I got some yeah. I'll cook some chocolate. 1073 The Wave. <laughs> <laughs> Man, I can hear y'all talking, dog. <laughs> We know. <laughs> we are being recorded. We are well aware. I have to. So I don't know if y'all heard that weird scream I did. I have to do an extremely loud, really weird scream so that she knows that I'm calling her. Otherwise, she won't answer because she doesn't recognize it. But if I do it, okay. Like, hold on. You got to. You got to do it again. Hold on. Everybody, be quiet, real I quick. All right, Corey, go, go ahead. Go ahead and uh, do us a rendition. It's actually really helpful, FYI. <laughs> so hey, what I do? Funny, though. Well, go ahead, bro. Go ahead. What I do? It sounds like this. That right there. <laughs> when she hears that, she knows I'm calling. Otherwise, right, she you know, know what you should do. Pause the podcast, Corey. That right? That's a sound bite. That's the sound bite <laughs> from this up. You make that into a whole live beat. <laughs> Garcia, you spit. Garcia, you spitting on it. Straight freestyle when you hear it. <laughs> we'll throw it on the next one. <laughs> Is this on? Game from the Gamers Podcast. Fuck a sound bite. I'm going in real quick. Shout out my nigga Daryl. I did this for you, homie. Check it. My life is better than what they presume to be from melanin. You say your word is bond, <laughs> you better tell them then. Like good pussy, this trap, they done fell up in. So the plot thickens and then it starts developing. I steer clear of what I can't afford to meddle in. Or hit the brakes quick and start the backpedaling. All because you prefer your flag to wave confederate with a good mind and heart that's so separate. <laughs> man, you saw that sound like a baboon's maiden call, B. <laughs> That's pretty much all it is, man. I gotta do something though. She can't hear what I be saying. Right, so right. Are, you, are you are you ready though, bro? Because you know if y'all get married and have kids, she ain't gonna hear the kid. You do know that, right? You oh, know nothing yeah. slipped past me though. Like <laughs> nothing slipped past me. So baby gonna cry at two a.m. Jillian gonna be in that nice rim sleep, sound asleep. <laughs> REM, that's like rim sleep, rapid eye movement. Yeah, Corey dog. gonna be looking like a Corey gonna be waking up every morning looking like Django in the beginning of the movie. Jillian gonna wake up, it's gonna be butterflies in her hair. She be doing the Cinderella. Cinderella, Cinderella. <laughs> Happy as hell to be mama. <laughs> you tired as a word. <laughs> <laughs> Your lips gonna be all chapped. 
This is this fucked up. This picture y'all painting me, man. This is, this is not good. I'm not sure I like it. Yo, back to get on subject though about these uh these interracial relationships. Um, yeah. Um, honestly, yeah, I don't. I like I like a lot of the stuff that y'all was saying. I definitely get with girls trying to expand my culture and my knowledge. If a girl is like uh, too much like me, I want actually I don't know. I still I still be drawn to her, but I definitely love ultra uh, other cultures and the stuff that they bring. Now I want to switch it around a little bit. I I know with like kind of girls that I kind of shy away from, like like extremely like ratchet girls or like. And not even because I, I won't give them the time of day. It's more like I really don't think they really, I'm look, they looking for, you know what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. I, I find I date a lot more um, cultural girls or, or white girls other than black girls because the black girls in my area, they're, they're a lot more ratchet unless you go into, like, certain areas of the town, you know. And I'm, I'm really just not like that, you know. They're, I feel like, you know, most girls ain't really don't like me because I'm not, like, some crazy roughneck or some crazy. But I mean, perhaps I could be wrong, but I'm usually not really looking, you know what I'm saying? It's just, I'm going on vibes, and if somebody is like cool or not, but it, it definitely can um, come into factor when you date somebody long term, just how people take that person and, uh, you know, how they, how they act towards you, towards them. I just got all types of hate from like girls' parents and stuff, like, yo, you can't date black, and, you know, all types of stuff. My thing is, man, is... Man, who making a cup of tea in the background, man? <laughs> uh, ain't a cup of tea, it's a Bloody Mary, but I'm sorry, I guess. Okay, <laughs> man, I thought that's you was making some get-out tea, man. Hold on, we all about to be in the deep place, whatever the hell they call it. The sunken place. sunken place, man. The Sorry, sunken Garth. place. Continue, <laughs> man. Get it, Garth. Go ahead, Corville. I mean, I, I've just come to the, to, the, to the realization that I really don't give a fuck who around you don't like me, you know what I'm saying? Like, I mean, I, I'm going to try to be nice and be, be cordial, but at the same time, I'm not going to change myself so you feel more comfortable around people that you like, like we should all be able to coexist. And a lot of times, the people who, who don't like you is because they just never got to know you, you know, and they make those assumptions. Oh, he got his, you know, hair a certain way or, or this or that. And they don't think about, oh, the person that, you know, I love or the person that I care with, you know, mess with this person, you know, so they must be like, you know, something else, you know. I think black women get um, offended uh, mostly. Um, I don't, I know white 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 people get when it comes to my relationship and my experiences dating interracially. I feel like the white people get very angry and upset, and and black women are almost offended. Like, what's wrong with us? And it's like it's not that there's yeah. anything wrong with you. There's, there's nothing, nothing wrong, wrong with you. With you. <laughs> there is absolutely yeah. nothing wrong with you as a human being. In fact, you beautiful. You fine. But you ain't never shot no shot at me. I didn't know you was interested in me. Are you into the same things that I'm into? Oh, you like anime? Mm-hmm. Oh, you don't. Oh, you think that's stupid. Well, that's probably why yeah, we right. never talked. <laughs> we not talking yeah, right there. Click, click, boom. Yeah. Are you cool? Are you cool? Are you cool? Are you cool? Are you Are you at, Trey? Other cultures are willing to look more into it. Now, that could be just be in my area. But I don't limit it to that, man. I'm always open to whoever's trying to talk. 
you know, because I'm always interested in what people are talking about. But, man, I don't know. Like, for me personally, I don't know. I just haven't had a good stint with, with the same um, race, honestly, which is crazy. But I don't know. I feel like uh, black culture is a little more closed-minded. And I, Very I hate true. to say that, but... No, I, it's, I it's like true. It's, Very true. It's true. We, we, I told my dad this, and I think, like Trey said, you know, growing up in different time periods definitely has an effect on your perspective, as well as you, Corey, saying growing up in certain environments has an effect on your perspective of this. Because uh, as many as y'all know, I, I'm from Texas, so like growing Yeehaw. up, um, <laughs> here, like Houston's a, Houston's a very diverse city, you know, it's a huge diverse uh-huh. city, but most uh-huh. of Texas, the South, is still has its typical origins when you guys know what I mean I don't want to go into all of that but you know I've always grew up you know black Hispanic so I've you know talking to Hispanic girls was the natural like you know I have uncles that are married to Hispanic women like that was cool but you know bringing a white girl home was like and the south is like what are you doing you know and same thing on the vice versa white girl bringing a black guy home in the south is like whoa like what are you doing and I think a lot of it has to do with the community relations you know in the past here but Something my mom had said, and uh, to the point of Corey, when you were saying like some black women get offended, and her uh, perspective was, she was like, well, you know, growing up in my era, she was like, do you know how many brothers were locked up? How many brothers were beaten by cops or arrested and sent to jail behind white women? So she was like, you know, that's kind of why. Like earlier on, she's like, I used to kind of be at ease about it because she was like, I've seen so many people in my neighborhood go to jail behind this stuff. So she was like, you know, growing up and seeing. Our young black boys date white women puts a bad taste in my mouth and i'm like okay i get that perspective but i'm like it's 2017 now like things have changed you know and i'm like for black people to always scream equality and then be closed-minded is kind of backwards you know like yep. how can we scream accept us accept our culture accept our perspectives but then when it comes to another community we don't want to accept them yeah, right backwards right. as hell like you know we can't expect people to accept us when we don't want to accept them like you know, a lot of the points y'all made earlier, like, I think interracial dating, like, that's the easiest way to strengthen community relationships because Bam. you're taking people from two different communities, you're learning their traits, their customs, how they live, and then you also kind of get to learn, like, okay, I see why he has this perspective here because of what's occurred in his community all these years. That makes sense. You know, like, I think Jillian said some of it. She was saying, you know, sometimes certain situations, Corey, she was like, I get more mad than Corey does. And I was like, well, you know, we used to it. But she's right. like, no, nah, man, like, that's fucked up. You know, and it's like mm-hmm. she's starting to learn, like, okay, I see why y'all have this perspective here. So, I mean, it's, I, that's why I'm for interracial relationships. I think there's so much knowledge that can be learned. And I mean, same thing with Trey. I never really felt that I was in an interracial relationship, uh, just due to the fact of like my girl considers herself like Afro Latina. So, I mean, mm, she's yeah. always been more accepted into black culture type of things, but also, too, you know, she, she doesn't really feel accepted in her um, Latina community due to the fact of like, um, you know, her parents separated or whatever, like her dad married a white woman. So she was saying like, I felt like when he married a white woman, it was like he tried to basically um, be accepted more by white America. So for her, it's kind of it's kind of crazy. She doesn't feel accepted in her own community. But I didn't really start realizing that I would say I was in a quote unquote interracial relationship until we moved back to Texas. Because when we got to Texas, you know, you're in the South, a lot of closed minded people. You know, I love my Southerners, hospitality, but we're the most closed minded people in America by far. Easily. 
like close minded as hell. But uh, definitely got some uh, some some hills. Oh yeah, to get over. yeah. We, there's a lot of hills to get over. But like uh, yesterday, we went to brunch. A white black girl looked at me from a distance. Like distance, we're in uh, we're in this society. Walk, look at me from a distance. Get up, me mugs the hell out of Kayla. Like look Kayla up and down. Like the, like Kayla didn't spit in her face. All because <laughs> I'm with a Hispanic girl, and mm. I just laughed. Wow. And wow. I laughed because I'm like, even if I wasn't dating her, I still wouldn't have messed with you. I didn't, you know, been ear hustling. You're ignorant as hell. Like we have nothing in common. Culturally, we have nothing in common. You obviously Bro. don't seem cultured. You know, like we're not on the same page in life. But or educated. I, don't know, I, I just kind of. Yeah, I just kind of think like you know, it, it's it's all about the connection you have with people. You know, whether you white, black, you know, Asian, little bit of a connection with somebody, and y'all both lift each other up. Then I say go for it. But you know, I, I, what, I do understand the older generations, but it's just you know, I, I think times are different, and they just they got to be more willing to just uh, open their eyes and just learn. Really, man. I'm tired of okay, uh, trying to date and it feel like fucking Romeo and Juliet. Nigga, you got to dip off and shit. Fighting my own peoples and shit just because yeah. I want I, I want to talk to somebody who's cool. Like, like nigga. Yeah. <laughs> it's crazy. Hey, yo, you know what's crazy? Y'all said about our culture being um, closed-minded. Um, one of my favorite rappers in the world, Childish Gambino, Donald Glover, and one of the songs, he's, one of his songs, one of his lyrics was he was like, um, white kids get to wear whatever hat they want when it comes to black kids, one size fits all. And you know what? And when I listened to it in context, I thought he was talking about how white people view black people. When I listened to the context, I realized he was talking about us hating on each other just for having, being different than one, you know what I'm saying? Having different interests. I mean, we all sitting here playing Warframe on PS4, having this conversation right now. I mean, coming up, like, how different was it from us than our black peers that we were in the video games, anime, and stuff? Like, we were down there ostracized and alienated just for our interests, you know what I'm saying? Like, because that didn't fall in line. If we wasn't talking about fighting big booties of basketball, you know what I'm saying? That wasn't what was cool, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. yeah. That's um, true. So, in high school, that's what it was. You wasn't cool if you was doing what we doing. Like, nah. right now, for sure. Nah. nah. No, gaming, gaming and black culture didn't get accepted, so I feel like around the times that like Madden blew up and you know those type of games like Mortal Kombat those type of games when more people started playing stuff like that then Not I feel like we've seen a lot man. I yeah, be playing right. it, it, it sucks. shit, man. Like, yeah, like it, it you told a nigga that back in the day when I was in school. Yeah, man, I'd be playing the Final Fantasy squad, Leon Hart. I'm out here. Niggas would have been laughing at you. You would have been clowned. Yeah. And I think it's so ridiculous because it's different. Because it's something right. you've never done right. before. You never right. sat down and read a story. Like, you know, like, it's silly. <laughs> <laughs> like, I wish I would have really told somebody back in is. high school that I, I was sitting here playing, you know, a game like you know Metal Gear or something like everybody but like, hey yo everybody line up we about to roast this goofy right. ass man. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, things are different now, man. But yeah, back in the day, you were you were embarrassed to like the shit that you liked because it was different, and that's ridiculous. Our community got got identity issues, man, and I mean it. It makes sense from everything that's called that we went through in this in this country, of course. But I mean, we got identity issues. Like there is, you know what I mean? Like saying the, what, what quote unquote is black. I think like you say, it's like a one size fit all. Like you got to date the super Afrocentric woman who right now the all natural hair thing is popular. You know, it's like you got to basically fall in the line for you to be okay. Right. I, I, I totally think it's right. black, man. Like, I think it's right. Like, don't get me wrong. Like, 
I've always fit into our community. So yeah, I could date a sister. I have no issue dating a sister, but like you guys said, like over the, over the years of growing up, being in the military, getting to interact with people from like different uh, communities. Like I'm also like, I'm like, shit, if you look good, you look good. If you're intellectually smart and I connect with you, then cool. Like, I don't care if you're black, if you're Hispanic, you're Asian, like, I I don't care. And me anyway, like I like food, so I'm like Trey. Like if your yeah. culture is good, you already got me. You already got me <laughs> <put in. laughs> so, Give me that. Give me that. Give what me you that. eating? Good. Yeah. <laughs> I want some of that. I too. love empanadas. Yeah. I eat this shit. You trying to feed me? Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> It's crazy you say that, man, because like you know, you you right. You gotta. It's feel, it feel like we. I feel like we as a, a race, we're almost like a political party. Like you gotta toe the party line. You gotta think black, date black, <laughs> eat black, <laughs> wear black, vote black. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> how are we gonna expand as a culture if we don't see how other people interact and decide? Okay, we should try to assimilate some of that, or we don't want none of that as a part of us at all. You know what I'm saying? Well, how are we supposed to evolve if we don't do that? That's where evolution comes from. Well, interacting I've with seen people some of these terrible ass macaroni salads that people have brought to some. Uh, oh, oh, don't get come, come on. on. We already had the conversation about macaroni. We already had that conversation. <laughs> we're not doing sugar <laughs> mac again we're not doing sugar <laughs> mac, sugar mac. mac. it's wrong i don't hey, care what hey, color hey, you are sugar that's mac that's is wrong thing, man. If, if, y- if y'all look at gary owen he's, he's happy he's married to a black person he always says you know we introduced him to some flavors he had never had before you know what i mean oh like, yes man oh he's yes like, man. i'm happy he, he said like, he I had never heard was he uh taking a plate home like you know his wife's black and, you know what I'm saying? Like he was he talking about how he went, home, he went to uh, with him to the game with aluminum foil on top. He's like, you know, oh, yeah. yep, yep, that's about right. right. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Yep. He was talking about how he went to go eat. He never heard he, until he went to a black get together. He had never even heard of sweet potato pie. He thought it was pumpkin pie, and he thought his this new brother in law was about to whoop his ass. He's like, hey man, let me get some <laughs> pumpkin pie. It's sweet potato, motherfucker. Oh whoa, 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 whoa. Look, you know, I didn't mean to disrespect the dessert. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, man. <laughs> Can I get some cool whip? No, man. You could chase it with some Hennessy, though. Like, oh, damn. All right. If that brings out the sweet potato flavor. All right, brother. <laughs> I feel like it would, though. Hennessy probably would be good with. with <laughs> now that you say it, Garcia, you are absolutely correct. <laughs> wow. Hispanic women, man. If it wasn't for y'all, I'm out with no Badova. Adobo is that shit. They put adobo on everything, and it's amazing. Adobo, that shit gonna give you high blood pressure, dog. You better chill out. You you gotta sprinkle. You gotta sprinkle that on there. You can't. You can't see. Too much coming in that. Yeah, you you gotta you gotta sprint it. Mm. But no, I mean that's. I think I think we did it. I think we killed that topic, man. So to the older generation, man, y'all y'all gotta open up, y'all. Yeah, man. At any of all, y'all gotta have new new perspectives. You know, it's okay. Let me say this too. Like, I don't. I think it's wrong for an elder to want to continue to build their community and continue to carry on their traditions and not for anybody like but it's wrong to be close-minded if that if that makes sense you know like it, it's okay it's to have that it's perspective to respectful towards the other culture yeah exactly it's, okay it, it's, to it's like wrong to be disrespectful your culture to progress and to still do well but at the expense of other people that's when it gets fucked up yeah and it, as as a uh, like and thinking that the other culture is lesser because you're a part of your culture, like that's that's fucked up. Yeah, no doubt. And I'm I'm gonna I love I'm gonna, black culture, but I wouldn't say that it's better than Asian culture or it's better than white culture. So, you know, that's not my place to say that shit. I just love 
the shit that we bring to the table. You know what I'm saying? I think I we all bring that. different things to the table. All of us. Sure, we all sure. bring different things to the table that, that makes the world unique and dope. Because like I said, it's 8 billion women on the planet. Why would you only want to date black women? Why would you only want to date white men? Why would no. you only want to date Indian? Right. Like, come on. Yeah. it up. Yeah. You're hurting yourself, man. Get cultured. Yeah. And I'm gonna take a step and uh, in, in defense of in, in defense of the sisters around the world as well. Um, as as a group, there is no like at least in this country, there's no uh, major group that is as oppressed as black women and members of the LGBTQ community. Like it's very 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 tough to be a part of either of those groups. Mm-hmm. Uh, because first off, you're a woman. Women have it very fucking tough in this world, just naturally. There's no disputing that. If you want to fight me about it, fight me about it. That's the truth. That's how it goes. Whatever. Like, it's it's a very weird set of rules. People like women are not judged upon their merit. They're not judged upon their ability. They are judged on their physical appearance, and they're judged on all sorts of arbitrary, like weird standards that just don't make any type of sense. And having that in a culture where beauty is seen as Barbie with these like absolutely disproportionate, like unrealistic expectations and uh, being very fair skins. And if you're going to be black, then you better be light skinned because no one wants anyone who's dark skinned. Like it's, it's a fucked true. Up that ain't true. I love that. Chocolate skin is the prettiest skin on the planet. I'm just just saying what is is, uh, stereotypically like. There's a reason why why light skinned folk and dark skinned folk have always had a little bit of an issue. Oh, shit. You bleeding out. Um, That's because of math. That's that's not necessarily based upon beauty, but fair fair skinned people have always had it a little bit better, a little bit less rough, if you want to say that. Than darker skinned people. It's just the way of, it's just the way that history has progressed thus far. And so, in defense of these sisters in the world, like that's that have experienced all this trouble. Like, yeah, it's it's sad that uh, that they're in this position, and it's a little bit understandable that uh, they would be a little bit more upset when not even their own kind. Uh, brothers would want to like are are dating them like yeah they, it's kind of sad when like they're like yeah like I can't find me a good black man someone of my own race because they're all leaving for white for white girls or for Latinas or like whatever the fuck they want to say like it, I'm a little bit more understanding of that I, which is uh, crazy though man because you know hey so uh, question though do y'all sorry to cut you off bro do y'all do y'all one do y'all one think that uh black women are misunderstood because i mean one could say that do y'all think they're 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 misunderstood and then no. two do you guys think that they're narrowing their pool too low because i do know a lot of black women that refuse to date outside their their community i think that that's also a little bit due to uh due to the older generations as well um like my grandmama, I know this for a fact that she's one of the major people in my life who's who I've always witnessed being like, oh yeah, like, like she needs to find her a good black man. Well, why does she need to find her a good black man as opposed to a um, good man in general? Like, first off, she can be a strong, independent woman. She doesn't need to find a man, period. But like, mm-hmm. if she's gonna find a man, why does it have to be a black man? Like, like what's the deal? Because I because it just doesn't make any sense to me. Um, 
I think that this is a progression that has been passed off from generation to generation for centuries. That it's, might be them girls' problem, though, man. They looking for a strong black man, but that's not what they need. They need some other culture, like you know, they ain't biting, so maybe they I'm, need to. I'm, I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna generalize to that extent and say, oh yeah, this person needs um this type of guy. Uh, I'm just saying anybody who's saying that. I think even that whole statement is kind of silly. Like, well, I'm like just that's, saying that's. I'm just saying that's what uh, I've experienced yeah. a lot of yeah. uh, older generations. A lot of black. I've heard girls say that too, though. Like, I think I think it's that's I think not it's something best that we'll to... in white cultures either. Like that's like that's you'll never hear someone. I need to find me a good white man. Not one person in this world has ever said that. <laughs> nah, like that that has been, that has been a white girl. Like not one white girl has said that it's because it's already expected that white men are good for you maybe right? if maybe maybe if her father was in the league of white nationals she, she might say that <laughs> maybe maybe uh, <laughs> decent. Uh, but you guys know another crazy point is too man they're also the most educated too that's another yes, that's another thing too. That's a fact. Like, they're, they're the most educated so definitely big ups to y'all so i think too just speaking to like i have a cousin who graduated 23 already in rn and she says it's hard for her to find a dude because she says like she feels like she has to settle she feels like intellectually and just career-wise like the dudes her age that are black or some of the older dudes she's just like yo like, you're just not on my level damn yeah and uh that's that's kind of how this progressed in terms of oppressing people of color and limiting resources to make it to make uh to make it more equal in terms of people being able to make opportunities happen for themselves and to make their to progress their lives so yeah it's it's definitely as weird as it sounds it's definitely the man holding us down like it's it's something <laughs> wrong. Uh, it's, it's something uh, it's something that is i'm just saying i've like never gotten with a person too. wanting them to progress my life i was already progressing that shit and then they tagged along. Like, you shouldn't really want to get with somebody to like, oh, I guess y'all should want to progress together, but you shouldn't want to get with a person. Oh, like. absolutely not. Absolutely not. <laughs> but in terms of, but in terms of uh, stability, it's something that we crave as a, as a species. And women, or well, people in general, are much more likely to find stability with the, uh, with the people with the highest earning potential, with people who are most likely to provide a stable lifestyle for themselves. And that's just something that we genetically speaking and, uh, and socially, say, socially speaking, narrow, socially speaking, socially speaking socially as well. Speaking. This is something that we've come to, to uh, desire. And that's, and that's why so many people are trying to, I guess, pull themselves up and it's, and it doesn't seem that way. Like people don't feel that way. Like I'm not with Danny because, Oh yeah, she's going to pull me up. She's going to make my life better. You never thought about because it. She's in a better situation. You don't think of it that way, oh. but that, that is also a very subconscious. <laughs> some people do. That's also a very subconscious way that some people base their attraction on because you can't really, you know, ba you, you don't get to choose who you're attracted or to whom you're attracted. Mm. You don't get to choose that, but but uh, evolutionarily speaking, you're going to be attracted to people who have their shit a little bit more together, people with more opportunity, and you're going to be more attracted to. I mean, <laughs> that works in the same way as people being attracted, as men being attracted to uh, women with uh, 
with better birthing hips or or whatever women with a fatter ass or whatever you want to say like it's like yeah this is this is something we crave after because this is someone who looks like they'll probably be more fertile blah 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 like yeah we don't think about it like that because it's fucking weird like um, it's just a weird thing to think about but it's, there's a reason why we find these things attractive there's a reason why we've progressed so many uh, you know so many millennia yeah that is a great point, though, bro. Because when you when you think about it, I've always been taught to get a man that's gonna take care of you. And even if you think about back in the day when you know families were making basically agreements, a lot of it had to do with fathers that were farmers or something would marry their daughter off to a guy that came from a family that had money. Or mm-hmm. and within their societies, yeah. you know, they had some type of wealth or resource. So and that's it's it, hard to do. Kinda, kinda, yeah, it, it, know, it's kind of stuff. Do that now. It's, from an American point of view, no. But like people that I know, like I work with dogs that are from the Middle East, a couple of them have had like arranged marriages because that's just their culture. So I mean, it's it's becoming I think less common. Like I say, with Americanized, but like I, I know we we're, we're most of our perspective, of course, are going to come you know Americanized. But I mean, I don't I don't know dog because like I I know some women who are educated and have good jobs and like they're basically set on like if a dude doesn't have X Y Z, like we ain't talking. Damn, mm-hmm. that's their, and that's their, in my opinion, that's their prerogative. And yeah. it goes, why would you say? So it goes back even further than that. Actually, when the original arranged marriages was happening, it normally was simply a trade agreement. They used to use their daughters as bargaining chips yeah. for a nearby kingdom. I didn't like, want to say gonna, that. Though. Gonna join, <laughs> we gonna join forces. <laughs> I got you. I say it for you. We gonna, we gonna, your son and my daughter within five, ten years of each other. So what we gonna do is we gonna marry them together. We gonna combine kingdoms to you know expand and consolidate power. That's what it was all about, you know, and that that whole thing has then, you know, infected itself to now with the mindset that someone needs to have, you know, X, Y, Z to be with me because I'm building this over here and they need to be building something on their side. So honestly, I don't feel like women or men are wrong if they have a standard of which what they are willing to accept out of a mate. Um, I just I don't think so. I just think sometimes sometimes in some situation it becomes a double standard like um you, you you have a woman that'll say I want X Y Z, but then she has nothing. Yeah, so what were you saying? It's on, on mer- mer- based on what merit? Uh, what the fact that you you got exactly. What do you I bring, what you bring to the table besides a fat ass and a pretty face? Yeah, right. Like, what do you what do you bring to the table besides a fat ass and a pretty face? Like, um, and that ain't gonna last forever. No, that has a shelf life. You hit you gonna hit the wall eventually, baby girl, and you're gonna crash yeah, right into it. When like when it's more than just you being my arm Like how are you gonna help me grow? How are you gonna contribute yeah. to this relationship then? Right, right. So I understand the concept of a woman wanting especially a career woman who has devoted herself to her career to expect um, to be with a man who has done the same. That makes perfect sense to me. Yeah, yeah, makes perfect that. sense I to me. That. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So and that's how I feel like a man should be too. No burger flipper, you feel me? As a woman, she's just not. It just it ain't right, 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 right. I feel like you know it's crazy. Like as men, especially when we're younger, we, we we get tunnel vision because of our urges and whatnot. That we will, you know, what I'm saying like you will have a dude who's successful, and and like me and me talking about this is like it seems to be like it's this weird epidemic where like a dude will mess with a girl who. uh we got a four, you know what I'm saying? Got a 401k built up, got a good career going. What did your brother say? She graduated from, from Yale with Sumalade. Sumakumalade. 
Summa cum laude, not summa cum laude, summa cum laude, but you, you mess with her, you strapping up every time. You meet that ratchet chick that work at Dunkin' Donuts, you, you know what I'm saying, you run in there raw the first night. Why would you do that? Why? You know what I'm saying? Like, and and that's, that's, that's a problem. Like, it, I think that, that whole thing is not just a dating problem, but a social problem, not just amongst, you know, black people, but, you know, with our, our, our society in general. And yeah, our society in general. Our listeners, kids, Karma. Up, please. Oh yeah! By the way, if you if you are young, listening to this man, don't be silly. Rap you willy. You go into the party, wear a hat. You know what I'm saying? Man, condoms for suckers. Not Garcia said, "Shut the door, no kids." <laughs> right? Don't don't listen to me. Use those, like, John. Take, take the chance, man. Play the odds. <laughs> Fuck every, no. everything like this is a gamble. Fuck it. Why should this be any different? Don't Let's do go. that. Shut up, Garcia. Don't do Send that. a mixed message Don't to these people that. out here, man. Shut up. Come on, son. <laughs> Don't do that. <laughs> Thank you, Corey. <laughs> Don't do that. No. If you want to tap it, you better wrap it. There you go. Boom. Boom. <laughs> Great no, points. I think, though, I, think, I think I think I think y'all are right. I think the the interracial relationship beef is or not beef, but the discomfort it, it's a lot deeper like you said it's a lot of social constructs other variables involved for, for sure but you know like, like trey said big ups to the black woman y'all definitely doing it out here but like i said my advice is y'all, y'all gotta y'all gotta open up and start dating outside of y'all race because you know there's definitely other men out there who are you know professionals and they're successful and i definitely think that they can add to y'all lives in a positive just like a black man can yeah, and yeah. black women don't let anyone tell you that you are not anything less than you are. Yeah, you are queens. And black women don't let anybody else tell you that you are not beautiful because you Absolutely. guys are Absolutely. all day. Yeah. Uh, don't let nobody let y'all believe, think, insinuate yep. that you're not beautiful because you guys are beautiful. That's and like we, everybody on this podcast, skin is vibrant. <laughs> that shit, that that oh melon guy, it's smooth. That that smooth. Popping, they ain't nothing better. <laughs> like go diva. <laughs> you're beautiful, but you also warm, have a wonderful brain and wonderful things to, com- to uh, contribute to this community, to this earth. Like y'all have some like good shit to contribute. And and y'all have some some potential that have has not been uh, tapped into as much just because people haven't appreciated y'all. So y'all haven't tapped into y'all own potential as much um, due to other people telling y'all what you are or what you aren't. Uh, don't listen to them. You do what you want to do, and you make your life a, you make your life a good thing. Like this is why we respect y'all because y'all are strong, right? That's that's what it should be about. Word up for sure. It's crazy, man. She do sleep hard. I walked in the house, and the dog got up to greet me. I walked into the room. She was, oh, shit. Oh, like, didn't know who was in the house. I'm like, really? You realize I've been there for a minute. Dog, me and the dog been talking and shit. Like, I'd have made a sandwich. Yeah, like, peanut butter and jelly was lit. You basically pulled the Joe button. I know you see. I know you heard that story he told where he snuck it. He snuck in his ex house because she didn't answer his text and he was hiding under the bed the whole time. No, he said he took a nap man. under that bitch and everything. He said he's in the house for like two hours and then managed to put her leg on the floor and he just grabbed her ankle and she flipped the fuck out. <laughs> <laughs> that ain't even cool, man. No, that's messed up. 
You know how Joe Budden is, bro. And Joe Budden was like, next time, nigga, when I text you, answer my fucking text. That <laughs> <laughs> ain't Joe Budden crazy, lightweight. Man, he be wild, man. Lightweight. Funny, boy. <laughs> lightweight. Yeah, he be tripping, man. Joe, Joe be tripping, man. Like, I knew he was going to be a dude who be tripping after I heard that track back in the day, Take a Walk With Me. Oh, then I'm take a I knew that nigga was a trip when he dropped them ordinary loves when he actually recorded himself arguing with his girl. Like, oh she was yeah, like, what part was that? Three what? or four? When he was like, "So what do you actually think I'm doing with this girl?" She's like, "I don't know, but it's something you're not supposed to be doing when you're in a relationship with me, bitch." And he's like, "Well, I don't know about this extra Baxter girl, but if you want to name this other girl I had sex with, you know how Joe's an asshole." I'm like, "This, oh my boy. god." <laughs> This dude, Joe, man, he <laughs> he emotional though. They arguments, not that. Bro, Joe, 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 Joe's an emotional dude. Like when um, I forgot what song he had, but it was basically after to hear he had messed with J.R. Smith. That nigga was sick. <laughs> he was basically like crying on the track. Uh, he was pretty sick. You can yeah. hear the tears hit the mic. Yeah, you can hear it. <laughs> his voice. The tears hitting the mic. I'm guessing we are not trying to do that collaboration if it ever comes. Um, All right. <laughs> That's just our views on interracial dating, guys. You know, <laughs> agree with us. It was a little long-winded. If you don't sure. agree with us and, you know, your perspective is still in the 1960s, find a nearest cliff and do a fucking swan time. <laughs> <laughs> oh, already dive off that time. shit. <laughs> uh, but our last topic, we ain't got no topics. Hey, we had seventy oh, minutes. We ain't got no more topics. That's oh, it. Damn. <laughs> that's of course, it. I have to sit through an hour and ten minutes of oh. sifting through this crap and picking out what's actually worth talking about. Man, in the pumps in the club. Corey, send me one more. Corey, send me one more. Now that we uh, got an official fan page and we've actually been able to see the faces of our fans, we have all been completely blown away with the, with the amount of love and, and the amount of likes that y'all been giving us. So please, you know, tell your friends if y'all like our discussions, if you're good for y'all background noise, you know, just, just spread the word. Yeah, let's, really appreciate let's take a moment to, to uh, give a round of applause to these good people yes. supporting us. Yeah, round of applause. Yeah. I know what to do, <laughs> god damn it. Shit. Don't tell me how to do my job in post. <laughs> <laughs> Corey about to fucking elbow drop y'all inside y'all head. Yeah, just fucking right. <laughs> right. You gotta like, go home, Hogan, rip off my shirt. That, uh, that one coming <laughs> through. Like that, bam. About to Hulk Hogan <laughs> my uh, shirt. She is right, man. Thank you guys for all the new followers on Twitter, you know. Don't be Amazing. alarmed. I know I'm reaching out to a lot of people. You know, they're like, "Why do you guys want us to connect?" Cause man, we want people to hear our shit. We trying to, we trying to, you oh. know, spread the gaming community love. Yeah. So uh, no doubt. We 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 building a nice little network here, man. It's only going to expand, and and the content will keep coming. <laughs>